balls and one strike. Fastball in the outside corner. Strike two. Taking time on the mound now. Has the sign and winds up. And the 2-2 pitch a curveball. Welcome to the BBA Today, your podcast that covers events around the Brewster Baseball Association every day with your host, Yellow Springs 9 General Manager, Ron Collins. And now, let's get on with the show. All right, and thank you so much. We are up to episode 11 of the BBA Today, 11, lucky 11. And today we are lucky to have uh, with me Mike Simon, not Mike Shannon, Mike Simon, <laughs> the uh, the uh, gentleman that everyone I think uh, knows and loves today is kind of the BBA's uh, chief exterior designer, graphical art guy. Um, uh, has recently put together a whole process where he's doing makeover Mondays to talk about people's logos and whatnot. Mike Simon, thank you so much for uh, spending uh, part of your afternoon evening with us here today. Thanks, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be on. Uh, what we're going to do here is um, uh, is a second edition of what is it? Your um, uh, random graph of the week, which of course anything that has graph in it immediately has my uh, attention. So um, exactly. You've put together a uh, an, an extra viz today on BBA Ironman and games played, and I thought it would be fantastic to actually do a video rather than a podcast. Uh, and hopefully, people can follow through with us even uh, uh, even just on audio if they want. But I'd love you to walk us through this this uh, viz and uh, talk to us about how you put it together. Sure. Um... One of the things that it's every week is trying to think of something something new to do as far as it's different or out there. Um, I apologize for the dog barking in the background. How dare someone walk in front of the house? <laughs> um, it's not a BBA podcast if we don't have either an intrusion by a robot, a dog, or a wife. <laughs> so one of the things I was kind of looking at is, is, is I was kind of going through and noticing that uh, is for BBAs as far and their OTP as far as the game itself, like streaks, things that it tracks and, and um, records is the one thing that it doesn't do is a um, consecutive games played streak. So I was just kind of thinking about where we've had all these conversations and talks about where um, other different stats and things for, for for players, you know, around the league. We tend to to, to give these imaginary players uh, life, which is one of the things that. I find myself del delving into way too much, but um, like who would equivalently be like our our Ironman? Who's really kind of played the most consecutive games in a row? So that's where I was trying really trying to figure out and find out. So I, I poked off some of the guys at um, uh, OTP, uh, Alex, and a couple of the guys, and asked them, "Is this something that the program does track?" And it's and it it doesn't as far as from a streak goes. So with that, I kind of had to go back through and and, and kind of delve through the data and. One of the things that I came up with is there there are actually ways to go out and and do that. So um, in this viz here, I really tried to figure out who's um, who's kind of played the most uh, consecutive games in the BBA. So so the first thing I really kind of did is kind of went through and, and um, really narrowed it down to the to the top ten. 
sorry, the top 20. So if you look at as far as from a, from a top 20 games played overall in the BBA, that's kind of what the graph is or the chart is kind of over here on your, on your left-hand side. Um, you kind of hover over it. And again, I apologize if people are watching this on a small, a small screen. Um, but one of the things as far as from, from a tableau or from a visual perspective, if you kind of hover over a mouse over, I've kind of put some additional information in there. So Frank Thomas III, um, from a career-wise, he has played the most games in the BBA at 3,113. So he's uh, his last season in the BBA was, was 2035, um, played 19 years, and he is in the Hall of Fame. So that's kind of we're also on this uh, viz as well and some of the other ones uh, a lot of it is is viz kind of more visual so the eye and the brain kind of can determine as far as and look at or judge uh, some uh, responses based off of really what's kind of shown on the screen so that's why um, orange indicates hall of fame if you kind of mouse over that but even kind of make it very very simple in that sense so if you look down Frank Thomas is number one as far as the top 20, and I've kind of listed it that way. So my, my next thing is, okay, well, of those guys that are in the top 20, um, I kind of went back through and I had to do uh, make some, some determinations on, of those guys, how many of those seasons that he played, those 19 seasons, did he play 162 games? So if you look at it, yes, Frank Thomas did, did play um, – he, and he tops the, the BBA as far as he said of his 19 years, he's had 10 seasons of 162 games played. So it seems kind of that point where if you look at it at a at a top level, it kind of looks like, yeah, hey, this guy would be your Iron Man because he's he's played the most games and he's he's had the most uh, 162 game seasons. But kind of delving down into the more of the details, you kind of look at it. Um, well, yeah, I think ultimately, uh, if you look, if you go back over Frank Thomas the third there, uh, real quick, um, and over in the top twenty one sixty two games uh, played, one of the things I like about this, and, and I'm kind of just digging into it a bit myself here, is that seasons. Uh, tell me if this is where you're going to be going, right? Because that seasons the player started one hundred sixty two games. Um, 2018, 2019, but then you've got a four-year gap to 2023. So I'm going to uh, going to guess that that is where the problem comes. Exactly. So he's had the most, but it's not really really cons consecutive. So that's where we kind of go back and look down. And then if you look at the next two on the list, even you look at like so Bo, Bo Jordan, who's who's also has nine as well as John Mick. He's played nine consecutive or have nine years of 162 games. But again, he's broken up as well, too. If you kind of go down and look, he's there are some um, actually 20, 24. He actually yeah, stops. Bo Jordan nothing. is a Superman. And so he should be given special dispensation for that year. Mm -hmm. I have to say that right, because yep. he's my team owner, you know. <laughs> which, which kind of brings us to to John Mick, right? So he's also got nine years. But if you you look at him, he's had nine, he's had nine consecutive years from 2030 all the way to 2038 um, of 162 games uh, in a season. He's also averaged in these. And again, he's only been on 12 years because if you scroll down and you look, he's way down here at the bottom as far as he's actually was the 18th. He's 18th out of the top 20 as far as total games played. So he's only played 2,031 games in his BBA career. He's still active. Um, so he's only got, as compared to Frank Thomas's 19, um, he's only got 12 years. But in those 12 years, um, he's had nine straight consecutive years 
uh, uh, he had nine years of 162 games played. Um, he again in those in that span, he's actually of at least 2,031 games. He's averaged 156 games per season. If you go back up to to Thomas the third, he's only averaged in those 19 years 131 games uh, per season. Is, I mean, is that something to where he's kind of lasted longer towards the end of his career? He's kind of trailed off. or hasn't played a lot of games. It's it's possible, but it kind of lends to the com, you know the conversation. Um, but again, going to Mick, you kind of look at him where he's, he's played consecutive those nine seasons in a row, um, of 162 games. And then we kind of went back and we looked at it to where the one season that his streak did break, right. It he only missed one game. So I kind of noticed that up on top where again, it, John Porky, Mick 12 year vet at the BBA again, sits 18 as far as overall in the top 20 games started. But in those 12 seasons, he's racked up nine consecutive years of 162 games. And again, he only missed 10 straight seasons of 162 games in 2039 by one game. Right. So if you've kind of add that in as we look at it, his consecutive game streak is 1,573 games consecutively played. So again, he only missed 10 years of of playing 162 games by one game, right? Uh, and kind <laughs> yeah, of and that, was, that we've kind of yeah, yeah, and that that's interesting because uh, I know when you were beginning to put this together, you asked about um, um, I, I was able to find that one game because it was in what 2039, 2039, yeah, 38-39. Yep. Um, so he played like 114 consecutive or 113 consecutive games that year. Yeah, and, and missed one game. I and have then to see played, if I can figure out why he missed that one game. I mean, it must have been some, you know, his wife gave birth. I don't know. As far as I'd be curious to see what <laughs> or why, you know, he, he kind of he kind of missed that game. So it probably um, it's interesting to, to kind of take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> that I mean, that's kind of, and then. And if you kind of scroll down again on the bottom, as far as if you look at it, as far as the uh, some donut graphs on the bottom, as far as the percentage of, of games started by uh, of the top 20 players by position, it seems really first base. I mean, your first basemen tend to make up the majority, almost almost half of the uh, your of your top 20 position players. First basemen are in the uh, make up half, almost, you know, about half of the, the those position players. What kind of shocked me was really interesting is I would think some of the other ones, but the fact that catchers make up 5% so of the top 20 players, which I would not think that games played would be done by uh, of your top 20, would, would a catcher would be in there as opposed to, I think we, we don't have any uh, left fielders, right? So there are no left fielders that make up the top 20 uh, games played in the BBA. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think um, it's not surprising that first baseman um, – uh, are the most durable i would i would have guessed that anyway but then you also look at frank thomas at the at the top there he's got what about a what is it 100 360 or something like that game gap on overall games played um you yeah. know frank thomas the third was effectively a, a career a dh so that's even more interesting right um but he was also Frank Thomas the third, which which not so too many look, <laughs> not too many players are Frank Thomas the <laughs> third. So if I kind of scroll down here and I look as far as who's because um, I've got again, so looks like again, so the, the the highest active player based off of last the end of last year's data looks to be Dusty Rose, right? So he's he's the highest next up on the list. 
Um, yeah. Actually, so again, you're going to need to. You're gonna need to color in Mariano Soriano or Mario Soriano on the Hall of Fame too, because he's the newest. Um, <laughs> he's the newest uh, guy in. So, right. Okay. Yeah. So again, this is kind of based off of last year's data. So right. I have, yeah. So I mean, next year when I update this, uh, he'll he will become orange. Right. We just haven't updated all the data set, so that's nothing that right. you missed. <laughs> yeah. So it's really yeah. It's kind of basically there. There's a point in time where I have to. The, to close it and it's the, pretty much the end of the season as far as where I get the data unless I can right. you know I can grab it from you for some of the in-game stuff so uh, this well, is kind of the latest one again it's what, what? talk me a little bit about um, you know you're, you you have to pull data from places and so forth um, I mean how do you decide on topics to do these uh, visuals on it's always interesting to see what you're doing so how do you decide I mean is it just something that strikes you or do you have a series of things there that you're are, looking at or a lot of them too sometimes come from like one of the first ones that I've done um, was really kind of listening to some of the podcasts and things that other people do around the BBA. Niles has been one where I think one of the first ones that I I did was the Hall of like Niles Hall of Fame, right? So we're really who qualifies or who gets in there. So that was kind of, you know, my muse or my inspiration as far as, you know, what's, you know, how can I visualize something like that? So I, I took a took a, um, a shot at that. Some of the other ones that we talked about were um, ticket prices, uh, revenue generating, what podcasts or some conversations around the phone about uh, how is that you know impacted my 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 gate, my revenue, my attendance. So that was one of the other ones that I had done to where right, look at that. Uh, do, 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 which I do have to update is do, 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 do. so it's this one right here. Same thing too for it's kind of a visual. You know, there's the numbers and the kind of the spreadsheet, and this is kind of the way where we've kind of looked at where this is kind of gives you a visual representation of. You can kind of see year over year where you know I what the price of my ticket is, how it's impacted my attendance, how it's impacted my, my gate revenue. In, yeah, in and I think wins, that's right? a fantastic. Uh, graphic right there it takes it's one of those things that you have to stare at for you know a solid minute or two and kind of let your brain flow over the over the years but once you kind of get into the frame of reference on it then graphically you can just immediately see what your um, what your team has done right and, and and where's that sweet spot, right? So it's kind of the point where like every so every owner can kind of go up there and take a look and see what what the information is and where, you know. And and again, it's really kind of meant to start the conversation, meant to you know start some talks, some talk about it. But that's really, I mean, kind of. Uh, you know, how did you come about finding? How did you find Tableau? What what is it that uh, is that something you use for work or how did how did I, you get into doing this at all? Uh, it was partially through work, so there was some stuff that I had to do through work. But uh, something like this, as far as just um, this kind of just like business analytics, uh, data intelligence, those type of things, sort of interest me. It's it's kind of what I my primary focus of my job, but it's kind of what it's it started to to. This is kind of an interesting area of of opportunity, and um, so I started to kind of go down it. And one of the things that and I just kind of self-taught myself to where I'm like, all right, so one of the things that they talked about is to be able to help learn the product, kind of like myself, is to where reverse engineer things, but do something that you're you're passionate about from from using you know uh, business analytics or data intelligence. Well, the BBAs, you know, with stats and baseball, it's the perfect <laughs> you know it, it, it's the perfect marriage, right? Um, um, so to to 
joining the BBA and kind of using this. I mean, it, it's it's been interesting because the fact that now because I've this product, you know, using the BBA, um, it's actually presented, you know, or resulted in tremendous results at work as far as from from a use this for other things in the company as far as to be able to root dashboards and things like that for for management but basically using kind of what i've learned here and i pretty much learned it by uh you know reverse engineering some of the stuff that i've seen on people's um other people's sites go. and examples yeah but, that was always yeah. the uh, argument that i used uh with when i was working full-time when i was using you know uh what is it uh matlab and um Oh, there was another statistical program. I needed to use, I needed to do some trials with something in order to learn how to use the statistical programming. So I would always bring my baseball information in. That was my argument anyway, and and most well, people yeah, bought it. You're, so. you're, you're, you're passionate about it, and then, you know you're <laughs> you're interested in it. It actually makes you know you're not you know it's fun. You're not it's not something arduous that you're like you know it, it you it's go. fun to kind of to. To learn so, it that way, but yeah. So, hard, what does the process yeah. consist of when it comes to Tableau? I know obviously you need to throw a bunch of data in. Do you just like upload a bunch of Excel uh, sheets and then play you with it, it, or? Yeah. So you could. I mean, as far um, it takes, uh, I could read SQL databases, um, access uh, CSVs, text files, PDFs, um, Excel files. It's got a multiple version of it, and that's where I've actually done to where. Um, my company's been generous enough as far as the stuff that I've produced them, that I've showed them the, <laughs> the BBA site as far as, look, this is what I could do with the tool. And there's kind of two versions of it. There's the free public version, which okay. is what I'm using here for um, for the BBA. And right. then there's the full-blown version that you have to pay for. So at the point where like work's been like, here you go, we'll, we'll pay for a license for you, you know, knock your socks off, you know, run with it. So that's been... So but basically, so anyone, kind of in the, anyone in the league who wanted to could just get in and get a free, uh, you know, use the free service and just play with it themselves, is what you're basically saying right there. Yep, 100%. Yep, it's really, and the only thing with is like with the free service and the the pay for service is that any data that you publish is so, um, again, it's why you really you don't want to use that for a you know, a co commercial or business product right. where if you've got some sort of proprietary data, you don't want that published. But um, really the community and whatever, where I've kind of tried to do some things and done some things where I posted stuff online to the forums and within less than 24 hours, somebody's come back and said, oh, okay, you know, do X, Y, and Z. This should fix what you're looking for, or I've tried this. So it's been um, been a very welcome and opening community. So yeah, really anybody who wants to do this, um, again, so even point where you've got like Stats Plus, if you want to pull down and export anything out of Stats Plus from a CSV file, you can mm -hmm. take that and you can ingest that back up into into Tableau and oh, very cool. kind of just visualize the data. Yep. All righty. Well, this is fantastic. I appreciate you walking us through the uh, latest viz um, and some information on the background of it. Um, we'll have to... Uh, have to try to do this again on another uh, on another one of your uh, excellent <laughs> uh, excellent representations. I appreciate your time here, Mike. Oh, no problem. It's been fun, Ralph. You've been listening to the BBA Today, a podcast that covers the Brewster Baseball Association every day. Music is bold statement. Available at Presleyandstudios.com and used with attribution. Be safe and well, and we will hear you again tomorrow.